Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 386 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about how to deal with, how to overcome, how to manage comparisonitis. You know what it is when you're sitting there, we're looking at everybody else's paper, it's stopping you from doing you. There's a better solution than keep your eyes on your own work. That shit doesn't work. It doesn't work. I got you. All this and more, but first... Hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion. And discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. What up, my podcast people? And thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Yes, still sounding a little stuffed up. Why? Because I'm recording this on the same day. I batch these, so it is, you know. 45 minutes after I recorded the last one, recorded the episode that went on Monday. So yes, I am still, in fact, somewhat stuffed up. But today we are going to talk about how to handle, how to manage, how to overcome, how to actually deal with comparisonitis. So the number one thing I see is that, the number one thing I want to say, I should say, is that comparisonitis and comparing is normal. It's how our brains work. It's our brains are always processing things, right? They're looking at this, comparing it to something else, saying, "Is this safe? Am I going to get hurt? What what's going on here?" So, to be like, oh, "I just wish I just didn't do it," that's that's not helpful. It's not helpful at all because that process actually helps to keep you alive. So it's not going anywhere. You're always going to compare. What I want to talk about is when you do this and you're like, "It is crippling me," or "It is stalling my growth." It's stalling my stopping me from being able to create, stopping me, stopping me from being able to do anything because I constantly find myself looking at this person's thing or looking at that person's thing and just feeling bad about myself. Right? I think that's the number one thing that comes out of it is that you feel bad. It doesn't get you anywhere. And so, me being me. And being super action-oriented, uh, I wanted to chat about a solution to this. I actually spoke about this on Monday, excuse me, on Tuesday at the Action Academy workshop that I hosted. You can grab that replay. Link will be in the show notes. Thank you, Courtney. I'm not going to lie, folks. I haven't hosted. As of right now when I'm recording this, I have actually not hosted the workshop yet. But this episode will come out after the workshop. And so that's why I, you know, just a few seconds ago, I said I spoke as in the way that I did. If any of you have a podcast or you're thinking about starting a podcast, it's one of the weirdest things is you're going to record episodes before things happen. And so then you speak about them sometimes like it has already happened, but it hasn't happened yet. And it can be a little bit weird, a little back to the future. But this is a topic I'm going to speak about in Action Academy when this podcast episode drops, I will have already spoken about it in Action Academy. And if you missed Action Academy and you want to grab that replay, you can do so by heading to the show notes. So 
the I've always felt that the best way or the easiest way to do less of something is simply to do more of something else. So if you're finding that you are doing a lot of comparing and you have that comparisonitis, my solution, my suggestion is to do what I call complete comparing or having complete comparisonitis, right? So with comparisonitis, with comparing, the person that we're looking at is always ahead of us. We look at them, we look at what they have, what they've done, where they're at, whatever, and we compare to where we're at. And that's it. And it highlights our shortcomings, highlights our failures. It just makes us feel bad. With complete comparisonitis or complete comparing, you are going to compare yourself to that person. That's fine. But you are going to identify every single thing that has created or contributed to their success. So one more time, you're going to identify every single thing that has contributed to their success. Every single thing. From there, you decide if you still want that goal, you still want what they have. And if so, then you are going to use all of those points that you listed out as a roadmap. You're going to take action and then do those things. So if we think about people that are ahead of us, right, because we never compare people that are behind us, that would be great. It sounds like an asshole thing to do, right? But it would be helpful because you'd be like, actually, I've come so far, but we only compare ahead of ourselves. So, and this can actually be helpful for some people, right? It can help them kind of strive and, and move forward. But if you're going to do this, and we're thinking about someone that's like just a body type maybe, right? Someone that's just fucking yoked, they're jacked, and you're like, man, I want that. And I'm only here. Okay, cool. Let's think about and let's write out, let's identify what got them there. How often are they training? What are they doing for training? What does their recovery look like? What does their nutrition look like? What's their mindset look like? What's their lifestyle look like? What does their life in general look like? How long have they been training? What are their genetics? You're going to identify every single piece there. And then you're going to look at the things that you can actually control. So the genetics part, yeah, you, you can't control that. But everything else you can. And those things typically have such a huge, 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 huge impact on things that they're not going to necessarily outweigh the genetic component, but you can really close the gap if we're just talking about things like, you know, gaining muscles, things like that. So we're going to look at every single thing. And what I've found is when you do that, oftentimes you're like, actually, I don't know if I want that thing. When you really sit and you identify, you dissect all the things that have contributed to someone being where they're at, one, you may just feel a little bit foolish, and not in a bad way, but foolish for even comparing and being like, damn, like, they've been doing this thing for 27 years longer than I have. Like, this is not to say I can never catch up, but it's not wise of me to compare my chapter two to their chapter 27. Doesn't make sense, right? The flip side, you may be like, dude, I don't want that thing. That is just actually a lot of work. I'm thinking about myself right now, just things that I've gone after, not necessarily with comparisonitis, but just goals that I've gone after that I've had. And, you know, I, I wanted to gain weight for a while and I hired Meredith Root and I did it and I gained weight and I was like, this is terrible. This is so hard. And I actually don't like necessarily the way I feel. Part of the, you know, part of my value system, part of what makes me value myself and find self-worth and things like that is my ability to move around, right? And 
I got up to you know 135, which is by no means big, right? But I'm usually hanging around 125, 127, and then that just made me feel like moving my body through space was different. I couldn't run, and and I just didn't feel as light, right? So in order to keep that, I also had to eat a shit ton of food, and I was just like, dude, I don't like this. Why was I doing this? Because I wanted, I had goals with CrossFit. You know, the barbell is always at 135, and I was like, this barbell weighs more than me. This sucks, so let me gain some weight. Mass moves mass. And I was like, this, this, is, not a goal, this is not a goal that I want anymore. So if you're finding that you compare yourself to others, that's fine. It is what it is. If you're like, man, that CrossFitter, look at her, so strong doing all these things. Amazing. That's fine. But if you're finding that that's stopping you from moving forward, it's just crippling you. That's all you're doing. Cool. My solution, complete comparisonitis. Identify every single thing that has contributed to their success. And honestly, we, we live in a time where you can reach out to people and you can ask them. Don't ask to pick their brain or anything like that. And for many people, you could, they already have that information out somewhere. They have their story out somewhere. They have a blog. They have a podcast. You can do a lot of research on them. But identify every single thing that's contributed to their success. From there, decide if you still want that version of success, if it's possible for you. Because right? think about things like the, even the lifestyle factors of just like they have no kids. Like that's a huge difference there. Identify what's actually possible. And then if you're like, yeah, I still want it. I identified what's possible, what I can actually change and have control over. Cool. Then use those things as a roadmap. And then you give yourself that exact amount of time as well. Now, I know that even in saying that sentence, that's problematic because it's going to take one person however long it takes them and another person as long as it takes them. But my point being that you cannot expect the same results from doing different things. In general, yes, I want you focusing on expecting effort not outcome. But if you have these goals, then let's start off with being realistic. And I'm a, you know, somewhat okay saying about the timeline there because for the most part, when I think about folks that have had really significant success and that's where we're seeing the comparing going on, that shit took a long ass time anyway. So I'm okay with you comparing and being like, I want, I'm going to do it for that long because it'd be like 10 years or 15 years. It's not going to be like, oh, well, they did it for 10 weeks and then it was fine. It's like, they did that shit for 10 years. So go ahead, commit to that and see if you can get the exact same outcome during that time. But I also believe that if you're working at that thing for that long, you're going to either come to your senses, you're going to come to you know a more um, mature outlook on things. So I, that's why I'm okay with like kind of throwing that timeline thing in there. But the big picture, the main point of this episode, if you're finding yourself constantly falling victim to the comparing game, my solution, complete comparisonitis. Identify every single thing, every single thing that has contributed to someone's success, and then decide if you still want that goal. Identify the things that you can actually control, and then you do all of those things, every single thing. Your best bet if you want the exact same results as somebody else is to do exactly what they did. All right. That's it. We're keeping this as an actual Thursday shorty. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single 
one of you. Thanks for joining me for the summer series. I'm loving this Monday, Thursday action. Hopefully you are too. If you got any requests, you know what to do. Send me a little DM at The Movement Maestro or text me 310-737-2345. Yes, it is me. The text messages will be green because it's the sideline. Don't worry. I am an iPhone ride or die. All right. Officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends. Maestro. Maestro.